You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. I'm pretty confident that most people that listen to this podcast have heard of Canva before. But if you haven't, you're in for an absolute treat. My guest, Joanna Shero, is a Canva certified creative and loves discussing how to get to the root of a solid personal brand. If you're new to Canva or an old pro, Joanna shares some good bits of advice as far as mistakes that she sees entrepreneurs making when they are designing within the app. You don't want to miss them. Jonna, I am so excited for our conversation today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for inviting me, Allie. I'm just so happy to be here and just talk and chat with you. I know this is going to be fun. Okay, so before we dive into the goods, just start off and tell us all about yourself. Well, thank you so much. Um, my name is Joanna Shero. I'm based here in Kentucky, Georgetown. We're basically um, practically neighbors with, <laughs> with yeah, Allie, course. right? Like, uh-huh. we're just next door here. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm the creator and founder of Savvy Chic Design and Savvy Template Shop. So I specialize in helping knowledge entrepreneurs and small businesses with their website and their branding. I am a Canva certified creative and a Canva creator. So I design a lot of things in Canva. And I'm really passionate when it comes to visual marketing and visual creation, because I really do believe the importance of building a brand for your business so that you can show up um, show up and showcase your expertise. So that's what I love to do. I'm a stepmom of two amazing and um, boys, not boys anymore. I always call them boys. They're already <laughs> like in their 20s, right? One is graduating senior, but you know, that kind of, you'll never get rid of them being like a boy. And um, yeah, I'm ama- um, I've just enjoyed things a lot here. And I'm just so happy to be able to share and chat more. So we're going to talk a lot about building a personal brand. And um, of course, we all know that there's many aspects to what a brand is. But I want you to break down for us before we go into this topic. What is the difference between a personal brand and say a corporate or a company brand? Yes. So um, two of the cool things, especially if you are, you know, building it for me, um, corporate brand is more, you know, the whole business as a whole. You know, it doesn't um, it doesn't represent an individual um, representation. I always connote it like as a person, right? For corporate brand, it has more aspect to it. And for me, a personal brand is really focusing just like, you know, personal or person itself on the whoever is front and center of that certain business, right? So you might have a corporate, for example, X, Y, and Z company, but this person, person A is a front and center and you're building that, um, you're building that and really uh, honing into that person more. And for me, that's, that's what personal brand is. Okay, so if we have a company brand and maybe we need to work on that personal brand, Mm -hmm. talk to us about why it's important to really be working on the personal brand while working on your company brand as well. 
Yes, because um, like especially right now, especially if you're building um, things online, a lot of the audience right now resonates with a person who is representing and who is a person like doing the work, right? Um, and then like like me, for example, with Savvy Chic Design, um, that's like the whole company, right? I build that one, but I am the front and center because I would like people to trust me, um, to trust the person behind the brand so that I can build more relationship. Because I do see a lot of like, you know, you see companies, but then who's behind it? Like, who will I be talking to? Who will I be like working with? So by you positioning yourself as as the person behind the brand creates more of the trust and likability and being able to really resonate more with your audience. So I think that's how it, for me, that's how it is. And, and really walk us through if you were to start over with a client or if you're starting with somebody from scratch, Mm -hmm. What are the pieces? And I know this is going to go into, you know, multiple different levels. So totally fine. But walk us through like how to build that from scratch into a brand that can really be self-sustaining or get to the point where you can just maintain it. Yeah, for me, like every time I go through a branding process with my clients, I always go with the foundation on what, who they are as a person, you know, as they build their brand, I kind of want to understand, like, what is the mission behind it? What is the purpose? Like, what is it that values that resonate with them? Because those are the core thing that can never change, right? I mean, the things that you believe, the things that empowers you, the things that really, um, like, what you live your life by, And then we're kind of tying it all together on what you are building. Because like your business, it can shift. It can change. Like me, myself, Savvy Chic Design has changed from its visual branding, from its direction, from its clientele, from its niche, right? But my core brand of being able to really help others, because I understand my brand is I want to really focus more on the value of visual representing themselves, how to be an expert, um, the value of really um, building that um, consistency, right? Because that's just what I have. Um, But then when I was really able to really hone down, okay, this is like my mission. My mission is to really help a lot of entrepreneurs, no matter where I go, no matter what business I have with the template shop that I created, my core mission is to really help them simplify things, right? My value of really creating that relationship, the value of trust, the value of, you know, knowing that they can work with me and they can trust me with their brand. So no matter what brand I'm building or what business I'm building, that core fundamentals of what, what, we have is really important through the process. So through my questionnaire, it's really like honing it down. Like, so what is it your, what is your business for? What is the mission? What are you trying to solve? What is it that um, this certain business you're building, trying to improve one's life? And as cliche as it can, sometimes my, my, my clients will say like, Joanna, your questionnaire is so long, but it really <laughs> just made me think of like, hey, yeah, this is like the basic things that I need to focus on. And I think when you're really dialed it down into that and really go through that process of understanding of the brand is branding goes beyond just the visual things you see 
in a logo, in your color, in your, um, in your, in what you see a, a personal brand has, really diving into the core fundamentals on why, what, who, you know, those basic questions. Um, as you as you progress, as you grow, it can change, but this core um, things will actually still remain. So I think that's that's how I go through through the journey of you know really discovering your brand and it really and the thing about building a personal brand as well. I think I think you've experienced it, Ali, is that you know as a person we do have a lot of things going on. You know our personality, how we are professionally, how we are with our family, how we are you know with our friends and everything. Right? It's really. A, trying to see how we can blend it all together to showcase who we really are and really um, diving into how we can help other people through what we have as well and really um, trying to show up, trying to be consistent, trying to listen to your audience. And it really just helped through that process of building your personal brand as well. I love that. So I mean, really, when I think it comes down to, you know, if somebody is listening that really is going to be starting from square one, they really need to think through why they are in existence, like why they feel it is important that their business be created and that they do the work that they're doing. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes. Yeah. That is so true. I would love for you to share some examples because I think people really can start to visualize it when they see successful models of this being used. So do you have any case studies that you're thinking of, you know, maybe other than yourself of where somebody has really, of course, working with you, but really honed in on who they are and has really allowed that to shine in their branding um, to where their customers and potential customers really connect with them because it's it's so crystal clear what they do. Yes, yes. So we have this, I had this one client that I've helped. Um, she's a mom. Um, her, her brand is helping out um, parents and kids to learn more about how to alleviate or to discuss more openly about bullying. So um, we tried to create, so I had to really understand, I mean, bullying, we're aware of it, right? But how sure. are we able to position it that it will, number one, encourage parents and kids to learn more about the program that she offers and what it is that she has. Her name is Dolly Rivera. She is the owner of Dolly Talks. So she is an advocate for this um, anti-bullying, educating parents and kids. So we created a brand. So she started off with really answering all of the detailed questions that we have. And then she really just, you know, dived in more. She did a lot more research. And then those, those fundamentals that I've mentioned, like, okay, so I do have a mission here, right? So what else? Why am I trying to solve this one? Really going deeper into the core understanding on why she really wants to make her business and her brand really a success. Because there's a lot of people when I really dive into and really like read through and we've gone through like setting up her website, her visuals and everything that there's really a lot of things that um 
parents really do need to know on how to report, how to, you know, um, check on triggers and everything. And by able to really dive into that and also understanding who her client is, we were able then to really create a visual that we can uh, represent her brand. So of course, with kids and parents, we kind of just have it more of a colorful, loud, you know, like loud, solid yellows, pinks, blue, green, that really resonates with her messaging, right? And we kind of... Re- it's not like, you know how it is, like there's like a, a brand that is more child, like cartoonish towards mm-hmm. that, but it's not, it was a position that we want to attract both parents and kids at the same time. Um, so we 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 had to really um, do a lot of research, do a lot of, you know, um, investigation on why each color's is attractive to each of these elements here. How can we represent? And we dialed it down then into the visuals that, you know, okay, both families. So if you all would like to check that one, it's dollytalks.com. Um, that's going to be her um, her website as well. And then through that, because she is now aware how she wants to attract her, her audiences she understand what is her mission, who her client is, what is it that she would like to put out there. We were able to transform it into visions or visuals that will represent her core mission. And then she created that consistency and showing up online, right? So mm. then she started using all of the elements that was created through her brand, um, her messaging, all of her touch point from her Facebook, her Instagram, her YouTube channel, her newsletter marketing. So because of that fundamentals was created, transforming it into vision and then creating it consistently to all her touch points that she has. She then gets um, audience feedback that, hey, every time I see this, I think of you. Every time I think about it, I think of your brand. Every time, you know, I you I discuss about um, something about anti-bullying or I hear parents talking about them. I refer it back to you. So it, those are like the ripple effects of creating a brand that, number one, you understand, you create, and then you implement it. And then you create that consistency. I think that is so important, Joanna. I mean, you you really hit it on the head because a big piece of it is really allowing the customers, the potential customers to hear the words that they would say already and be saying, you know, within their own households, when they see that in the branding and they see that in the social media posts and they hear it uh, on the Facebook lives, that's when they really start to connect with that brand. And to your point of, you know, even coming back to her down the road and saying, oh, I thought of you when I saw this, like, that's a really powerful brand. So I I love that. Yeah, I agree. That's why, that's why, like, there's a lot of people who would like to go into, you know, social, uh, like, creating a personal brand. The very first thing I had when, you know, when I was really starting off or some of my clients were really starting off as an entrepreneur, as a business, we really try to influence our audience with what message or what branding we want them to really remember us by. Because, you know, how that's why being present 
and being consistent is very important because you interject that messaging, you repeat it yourself, you know, you kind of just keep on telling them that this is what I do, this is what I do, this is what I do, this is how I serve you, this is, you know, through that, it really then resonates with your audience because, you know, the online world right now is just so noisy, right? There's a mm-hmm. lot of either business coaches, there's a lot of graphic designers, there's a lot of branding experts. And you really want to make sure that you create your own path so that your audience can actually discover you. And I think you said something that we don't talk about enough, and that's consistency. Because at the end of the day, if you are consistent, it means far more than any other piece of a brand. Like that is truly what I I believe because I have so many people that come to me and say, I want to start a podcast. Do you think this is a good idea? And, you know, nine times out of 10, it's, yeah, that's a great idea. Can you be consistent with it? If you can't be consistent with it, then it's not worth going down this path and doing all this work because, your listeners are going to immediately tune you out then as soon as you start being inconsistent with those episodes. And so consistency just goes across so many different areas, you know, whether it is how often you're releasing podcast episodes, whether, you know, it's how often you're posting to your social media channels, how often you're releasing, you know, new products and, and really standing by the products and the services that you offer and then making sense. Um, So I think that's a really big piece that I I just don't think people talk about. They want that magic fix, but at the end of the day, it just comes down to, are you being consistent? Yeah, that is so true. I mean, when I first started off as well, is that, you know, you hear coaches or influencers telling that, hey, they've hit this certain uh, milestone, right? Within that certain fast, But Mm -hmm. I had to stop myself at that point because I was getting stressed, right? Like, oh my gosh, like, you know, that that quick fix, that quick, you know, with your business and everything. Mm -hmm. But I had to find my own groove and really create that flow that I can show up for my audience. And the funny thing is that I even told myself, like, even just one, even just one will watch a replay, listen to my podcast, or like, you know, even visit any of the things that I do or just know that I exist. I'm happy about it. Mm -hmm. And then it just allowed me, okay, let me just, how can I show up? How can I show up? How can I do it? What can I do? And it is a little bit, especially when you're trying to be front and center, it's really a lot of work and it is really a lot of mindset. And I really just told myself that this will not happen overnight. I need to allow myself to just go through the process and journey. And the good thing, Ali, now that we're mentioning um, being consistent, the good thing about being consistent is that it allows you to have feedback on what you're currently doing. Because when you are starting your business and you're starting your personal brand or you're starting your branding, right? We really never know. For us, we think, oh, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be a hit. This is going to be like going to resonate with my audience. They're going to buy my product. They're going to buy my services. But if you don't have feedback from your audience, you really actually never know whether it's really a success, right? I mean, if Unless it's money, if you if if you really consider it, the monetary, of course, is the number one like factor that we can say, hey, this is successful because we're getting 
everything. But to be able to really show up and get feedback or get resonate with people, it's just a good way of really knowing whether what you're working is going to be fruitful or are you going to shift or you're going to change or you're going to adjust a little bit so that it will achieve what you want to achieve. Yep, that's really true. Now, if you're thinking about some of the mistakes that you see people make with their personal brand, what are some of those that stand out in your mind? Of course, when it comes to, in terms of visual, maybe of what we see, right? Because of course, with um, the back end, you'll never see it right away online. It's really not really just being consistent of what they show under different touch points. You know, it's just like all over the place or um, they really don't follow through their guide in terms of the visual that they create. Because you'll see really someone who is so consistent with their visual of their personal brand. I think that's one thing. I mean, as much as possible, um, if you have dialed down all of the visual aspects that you have, create that consistency across across throughout their platform. Um, yeah, I think I think that's that's what I have. Now, let's get into your partnership with Canva because I'm sure a lot of those listening will be very familiar with Canva. You know, Canva is the graphic design tool that a lot of a lot of us have turned to because it doesn't require the advanced knowledge that a lot of the Adobe software requires. And it's just really user-friendly and it's free. Um, So I think a lot of people have experience with Canva, but you've kind of taken it to the next level. So uh, talk to us about that and, and really how Canva can work with somebody on their branding if somebody hasn't really dived into the Canva world yet? Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, Canva has really changed my life. Um, So I have built Savvy Chic Design. I'm a self-taught designer. And Canva was the very first thing. So funny, right? (laughs) Canva was the first design tool that I really really dived in. The reason for that is in 2017, 2016, when it came here in the U.S., I'm originally from the Philippines, I was really looking for a community because, you know, I I was working in retail. I was spending my time watching cat videos (laughs) on Facebook, you know, and just wasting my time online. And I said, you know what, I need to make the best out of my time. And I've learned about network marketing. I went into that business because I had sales and marketing experience. I've always been in sales um, when I was in the Philippines in the corporate world. And I said, hey, I kind of like to find like-minded individuals. And I learned about the concept of attraction marketing. So that's where the personal brand come in, the importance of creating that one. And the very first thing that I did for my business was that I was going to Pinterest, going to Google and copy pasting and posting it as my own, which is not supposed to be because you never know whether it's a copyright or something like that. So I said, you know what? This is not working for me. I need to find something that I can work around. I can create it from my from a scratch. And one of the community I was in mentioned about Canva. So I dived into it because they have the mobile version and then they have the desktop version. And I really dived into it and I started posting some of my my social media posts through Canva, designing it Canva, and then posting it on my social media. And then I just fell in love on how it is. And people in my space during that time in the network marketing is that was really 
interested in building their own personal brand as well. And the first thing you know, right, if you want to build your personal brand, you have to be unique in what you put put out there so that people can kind of see that there is a personal touch into it. So I started doing tutorials, live videos, because I I started to fell in love with, I was learning first about how live video was going to help your business, how it can position yourself and people can really like you more. Because from someone coming from the Philippines, coming here, going into business, I don't have any immediate I have the immediate family, but didn't have that immediate, you know, list of friends, list of mm-hmm. community. So I had to build that one. So, so for, for our, like for your audience who might be thinking that um, they want to start a business, but they don't know anyone, you know, coming from someone who really didn't know anyone, mm. <laughs> it's really possible to build a brand and a personal brand. So I started doing um, tutorials in Canva, just really falling in love with it, doing tutorials, doing free content around it, doing a lot of this. And then I got, I followed the page, I followed the community group and really just had that eagerness to learn about the platform and that's where I started getting clients when it comes to design because people are like hey I've seen you created this do you do this one I need help um and I started listening to them yeah I could do it I charged like for the first charge like what um 25 social media posts for 50 dollars and um that is really cheap right now with the amount of work but it really honed me and in 2018 um, I saw a post because I, fo- I followed Nicolette. Um, Nicolette, if you're familiar with her, she's um, Nicolette Styles. She's mm. amazing. Um, she is a wonderful designer. She started also with Kajabi in terms of um, sharing information. So I followed her, learned from her. And there was a time that Canva was looking for, they had a beta program called the Canva Certified Creative. And they were looking for people and there was a form I applied for it. And I really like, I, I was really like starting from everything, right? Not as much portfolio as I have now. And I applied and I got accepted through it. So that's that's how it started when I become now a more, um, it has been years since I been a uh, canvas certified creative and the rest is there there have a lot of programs so we would do a lot of testing a lot of feedback from then and I just love to be able to really reach out through the company that millions love and just tell them hey there's a bug in this current feature right now can you all fix this <laughs> and then you get a feedback yep all right we're working on it I did that one um I did that one last night because there is a, going to be a new exciting rollout um with their scheduler feature. Um, I'm not sure if it's already out right now for the public, but that's coming soon. So I said, there's something wrong here. So they're investigating on that. So yeah, it's just an amazing ways of partnering with a brand that you believe their mission and you believe what they are in. And just to be part of that is such an honor. So something you said that I think is such an important lesson was that you really dove in as far as you could with Canva. You really loved it. You felt like it was a great tool. And so you joined their community. You, you know, took time and invested your energy in engaging in those conversations within the group. Um, You really just put all of your cards into Canva. And I think that's so important because 
if we really believe in a coach that we're working with or an educator that uh, you know focuses on a particular area, if we feel like we connect with them and that you know their tactics work for your business, then go all in because you never know what it's going to to do and where it's going to take you. Um, but that's when they start to notice you, and that you know it's it's really kind of having that standout student. Um, in a program that allows you to say, you know, okay, there's something here, let's explore it further. And you never know what that will lead to in your case. Um, so I think that was a really important piece. And I'm really curious to know your opinion on some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making on Canva. Because I know you you can probably spot those graphics on social media when you know that they've made it on Canva and maybe used one of the templates. But what are really those mistakes that they're making that anybody listening can avoid? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I do notice um, some of those. You know, when it comes to design, I always say less is more. When I see design that is just like too many fonts, like like there's a lot of font type or a lot of colors, the hierarchy of design, you know, some of those layerings that we create because we want to feed our audience with all the informations that we have through our visual. I think that's one of the key things. I always just tell my, especially I have a community called Canva Savvies on Facebook. It's my free group. I just really tell them that, you know, less is more. Try to keep it simple, straight to the point, just like in any content that we provide because you want to capture your audience eye right away on what you are designing. So identify whether do you want to highlight your text or do you want to highlight your image? You know, which of the two um, text in terms of your messaging because your messaging can be converted into an image, right? So as much as possible, design um, less is more for me. So if you would like to, because you have more of a message, just focus right front and center, put it put it in your social media posts. For example, it's an Instagram post. If you follow me as well on my Instagram, as you can see, it's either an image, a text, a simple element, because sometimes we get so um, excited with what we create, right? Too much element going mm-hmm. on. I think that's one thing that I would just like to remind if you are designing, identify which in your design you want to highlight more. Do you want to, because every design has a message, right? Every design, we are transforming it into a visual that we can convey our message to our audience. So if you're using a design in Canva, whether it's a template or you're designing it from scratch, is it going to be the text that has your message or a representation of your message through an image or through just a layout, simple layout? So I think one of the key things that is one of the mistakes that I've seen, like, too much going on under design. Um, I would just like to say less is more. That would really help more. And you brought up your free Facebook group, and it is such a great resource for people that are interested in Canva and and doing some of these um, design pieces themselves. Um, I know you were dropping tutorials in there late last night for for people that were curious on how to create um, an image, and I just thought. That is so amazing that you provide this resource because um, so many of us that I will raise my hand on this um, don't feel like we are design 
savvy, um, you definitely make it a little bit more easy for us to to do that ourselves. So um, for anybody listening that is interested in that, I would definitely direct you um, in that direction. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the key things I've really started to build Canvas Savvy is to really just have an avenue for people to learn through what I have learned as well. Um, The good thing about everything that I teach is really something that I've just worked with, discovered, you know, kind of just, oh, I figured this out or or this is how it's going to be designed. So I think that's the beauty as well of being a self-taught designer. And, you know, us entrepreneurs, we really just geek out when we figure things out and because that's also how I've learned, you know, through other people's generosity in terms of their content. And it's my way of giving back to my amazing savvies who've really supported me throughout just cheering on and, you know, just saying that, hey, this works for me or this really helps out. So it just makes me happy as well. So let's talk a little bit more about your self-care practices. Jonna, how do you like to be selfish? Ah, you know what? That's one of the things that I really realized that I need to be doing more often. (laughs) You know, as a creative, I'm so guilty of staying up late because, you know, I'll be awake at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., still building websites or design because that's where my quality, my my creative mind really works, right? Mm -hmm. I still wake up early in the morning. And thank you for asking that because lately, one of the key things that have helped me, and I think the reason why my my water bill has rised is <laughs> 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 because I've been I've been enjoying a good bath a warm yes. bath oh my gosh and if you visited Georgetown lately, they've opened because before before uh, this year, I actually quit my part time job at the UPS store um, here in Georgetown, and there was a store, a soap store that opened, which is the Buffy soap, the Buffy mm-hmm. soap, Buff yeah. City soap, Buff yes, City soap. Yep, there you yes. go. So. It was so funny. The very first thing I said, I said, who, who, who would buy soap for $7 and $8 for this? It's so expensive. And I tried their bath bam. I gave it out to my clients. I tried it and I can't stop buying it every month for my bath and self-care moment. So (laughs) I'm with you They're in their laundry detergent. If you have not that laundry needs to be a part of our self-care, but my gosh, it just smells so good. Yes. And yeah, so yeah, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is just so crazy. So now I I supply myself as like part of my my budget to just have a good bath bomb and just Mm -hmm. relax, be there like maybe close to how many hours my husband will just start knocking. Hey, are you okay there? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's when you know it's good. That's that's when you know it's um, the right thing to be doing. True. So yeah, that's one thing that I've really enjoyed. I mean, I think that's one of the key things that I have. Maybe give my time. I'm still guilty of, um, you know, trying to work out. Sometimes you get sucked in um, trying to do that. But I think bath is one of the most best thing I have done for myself. And we just all need that one. We need to really take care of ourselves. Is there anything you wish you could be doing more? For, for myself, I think it's really exercising more. I mean, 
I've started it. I'm not that consistent. And you know what? We have a gym here in our apartment, like like right across. And they have really the full good gym, you know, treadmill and everything. Mm, and mm-hmm. it was like, why am I so lazy going there? And my husband always goes there at nine o'clock. I think it's just that buddy, like wake up early and then, you know, fit it in your schedule. If I can just have that moment, that will be that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. What is next for Joanna? Yeah, um, there's a lot of things going on right now um, that we are currently doing in terms of business-wise. Um, we just did a soft launch for the Savvy Template Shop. So as a designer, there's a lot of people when I communicate with, maybe it's not yet ready to really hire me or hire my team to create their Kajabi courses, um, their website, their branding. So I decided to have still that avenue that I can still help them through the templates that we create. And so I officially branched it out as another um, business, which is the Savvy Template Shop. I usually had it under the Savvy Shake Design, but decided to separate it. So I'm trying to work on that one. We're launching um, a web page, more web page, more website templates for Kajabi. So we are really working hard on that one. So that's one in our pipeline. And still still really working with more um, course creators for the business. That's mostly it. And on a personal life, I'm just so excited. My 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 eldest stepson is graduating political science. We're gonna have officially an in-person, in-person graduation, but limited Yay. number of people. Yay! <laughs> right. And but we had that one. Um, we visited the law schools. He's proceeding to law. Um, so we visited a law school yesterday. They were awesome. Shout out to um, Northern Kentucky <laughs> University. They actually yes. accommodated a Sunday. I was like, why are we here on a Sunday? But that was fun. So we're, we were excited for Louisville in UK as well. We're waiting for those. We got accepted for Louisville. We're waiting for UK. So yeah. And then I got another, you know, just milestone that my family is having. And I'm just so excited for that one. I'm excited for you. And I'm just so blessed that you took the time to talk with us. And um, your world is so fascinating to me. I think because um, it's a piece that I don't feel like I have much skill in. So I look up to really talented designers as yourself, um, because I just know that you all are truly creating some beautiful art. So thank you so much for sharing um, your knowledge and sharing your heart with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's just such a um, privilege to be able to just tell a story and just share where we are at because it is indeed, um, you know, just like what I said, if there's anyone who will be pushed to create that consistency, to create that personal brand through through us or what we provide them, that's already like a success to us. And I just love that you're you are allowing others to be in your platform to really just send out a message because I always believe that we all learn from one another and to be able to create that wonderful impact is indeed a fulfilling thing to have. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.